We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or a grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Who do you trust more? Ozil or Tadic? I know that's like saying like the difference between like Hitler and Stalin. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from Rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit Rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird and Jordan Cooper. I wish I could keep that as the intro. Yeah, but you're not going to do no, that. No, of course not. Anyway. <clears throat> Welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire.com. Joined on this Thursday morning, slightly earlier, although for whoever's listening, it's probably the same time. But anyway, joined by, joined by Jordan Cooper. Jordan, the international break is finally over and we're back to Premier League. I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad. I, do we have to check the weather? Okay, probably not. Uh do we have to worry about uh, five own goals on one slate? Probably not. Uh, hopefully not. Hopefully not. I do see some rain clouds in the DraftKings weather notifier on when you pick your games. So I don't know. I'm but worried. at least one thing. One thing about England is that everything everything's close. So if it's raining one place, it's probably raining everywhere. Right. Right. Hopefully that's the case. Um, anyway, enough of that ridiculousness. Uh, we're back to Premier League. We've got a six-game slate on Saturday, which um, is missing. It, I, I feel like these Saturday slates are always missing most of the good teams, and it's probably because they want to focus on, you know, they have the single game early in the morning for us, and then Sunday, although the Sunday slate is pretty gross too. But anyway, uh, the first game is Man City home against Liverpool, which is not on the main DFS slates, which I think is probably... A blessing. A blessing, I, I yeah. want it to be on. Right. <laughs> um, thankfully, we don't have to deal with all of that, whether Coutinho comes back, how Man City will line up with all of their attackers and whatnot. So we're just going to skip that completely. Uh, so let's jump into the 10 o'clock Eastern slates for us. Uh, the first game I see, actually, the first one I want to talk about is Arsenal and Burnmouth. Okay, which is, I think, the, the key game of the slate. Yes. Uh, so I figured we'd just start right there. Uh, Arsenal... 
still have Alexis Sanchez. He's coming back from uh, South America from the international break. Alexander Lacazette is still on this team, even though they never play him. Uh, Mesut Ozil had a very good international break. And we think uh, Kolasinic should start because Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain now plays for Liverpool. Um, this Arsenal are the biggest favorites. They have the highest expected goals. And yet it seems like you can't trust anybody. Do you feel any differently about that? Well, that's why I said this. It's, it's, this, this <laughs> is uh, kind of uh, the, uh, the, the game of chicken with Arsenal. It's like yes. how much do you trust Arsenal? It's yep. like a, do, do you, if you're going to do a trust fall. Do you want Mesut Ozil behind you? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. And also, also we have to understand even uh, some of the teams. It may not. It may not matter. But the players that are coming back from international break, especially the ones from South America, mm-hmm. you have to take that into account on whether or not. Because a lot of times they they come back. It's Thursday night. Yep. They've missed the day of training with the club team, and they may not start. They may be on the bench, or they may. St- if they start, they're typically fine, uh, but just obviously it's one of those check the the 11s when they come out. Also consider uh, for the for the teams involved that we have Champions League yep. and Europa League coming up Tuesday through Thursday, so there may be some uh, concern as far as you know a player coming out early or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it really it depends on the matchup, it depends on the player, but just keep that in the back of your mind. But ultimately, I mean. We're talking about Arsenal, so this is, this is one of those teams where, uh, I mean, if you take a look at the rest of the slate, you have a lot of either gross matchups, uh, meaning it's like teams that, you know, bad teams playing against one another, which typically yep. is decent for Sometimes DFS that's purposes. Okay. Yep. And we have a lot of uh, the other favored teams are all on the road. Yes. So they're they're. You could say what you want about how much that matters, but I think in soccer it matters a little bit more than most other sports. Mm-hmm. So when you take a look at Chelsea or Man United or or Tottenham, like these are good teams. If if it was flipped and they were playing at home, it would dominant make, favorites, right? And it would make it much easier for you to say I don't necessarily if I don't trust Arsenal, it's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. I could get my points in the other games, but with Arsenal home, Bournemouth has not shown to be they're not good yes uh, they, i thought they would be better this year but they, they're they're not playing well uh defensively they're a mess so i mean when you see a three and a half total almost three it's like 3.2 3.3 and they're minus 300 favorites like how do you not take an arsenal play how do yep. you not take someone i mean even if you want to just take lacazette and just go with the goal dependent forward and then move on to the rest of the games i couldn't blame you there mm-hmm. and if you wanted hey if you want to take mesut ozil and that's it I couldn't really blame you there, even though, uh, I mean, at least we have some some semblance that last game Xhaka didn't take any corners. Right. It was Ozil and then Sanchez on one side. Yep. And then you could also make a case of, uh, even though Sanchez is expensive, taking him. Yeah. And him only. I mean, you could make a case for taking three players, taking two, taking one, taking none. I mean, you. I think with the slight the way that it's lined up, if you don't trust Arsenal, it may not kill you. Right. Because <clears throat> you don't know where the goals are coming. It's similar to the Liverpool, Man City type of situation where, it's like, if you trust them, you still have four options, three options. I mean, like, you still, it's like you could go all in, all out, or just choose one. And depending on how everyone else constructs their lineups, it's, because uh, I, I think the, you're not going to have a problem finding value in this slate. No. I think there, there's enough value defensively as in, in, in midfield that if you wanted to take uh, Sanchez and Ozil and just say, I'm, I, I really trust Arsenal, that you'd be fine. But there's a case that you could just fade them completely and then just trust Chelsea or Man United or someone like that. I I think Arsenal is a little easier in terms of who's going to score, though. Like, I, I don't think you'd really go beyond Alexis or Lacazette. But you could play Kolasinac. Sure, you play but you're not Tex- playing for a goal. I'm just saying, for if you if you think Arsenal's going to score, and even could score multiple times, like I think you're probably not looking beyond uh, Alexis and Lacazette. Like nobody puts Danny Welbeck in their lineup and is like, I, I got this. Yeah, one. but he's cheap. But he's cheaper. So that's the that's the point I'm making. Like you could you could get by if you really trust Arsenal and go. I'm going to take 
uh, a wing back, a well back, depending on where if he starts <laughs> or where he pl- lines up or something like that, and then Ozil, like not and not take the two highest priced guys and go. They could win three nothing and. Yeah, Alexis may get an assist, but everyone else will get the goal. Or an, I mean, it okay. come from anywhere. It depends on how much you trust Arsenal. That, that's the point that I'm making. Is like, yep. if you, let's say you don't trust Arsenal much at all. Still taking whoever starts up top or Alexis because he has at least some peripheral value. Yep, you're paying for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, that's fine. That 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 that's not putting a lot of. If you just took Alexis, you're not saying that you trust Arsenal. You're just saying you trust Alexis. Yes. And you're like, if he scores, he scores. If he doesn't, uh, he gives me 8 to 10 points. It doesn't kill me. Yep. Even though it's expensive, 8 to 10 points. But you're like, uh, what am I supposed to do? Not take the minus 300 favorite with a 3.5 total? <laughs> right. Like, it, it's one of it's one of those things that if you, if on the surface, like, if you go wrong and Arsenal just, it's a 0-0 game, and you're, you're sitting there with one or two Arsenal players, like, I can't blame you. Mm-hmm. If you if you took the, the in a vacuum, and you just took out the teams or or anything, you'd just be like, well, who's the big favorite? They're at home. They're the highest total. You took two guys that are prime parts of their attack. If they didn't do anything, then that's just the way it is. Yeah, I think Ozil is the key. It really depends. I think. Yeah, well, I'm I'm more inclined, you know me, I'm more inclined to play Ozil than any of the other players. Right, right. But even Ozil is, he's basically assist-dependent. Like he doesn't not, he doesn't score double digit points without a goal or an assist. Not necessarily if he's going to actually take corners and they're going to actually take them and not hit them short. Yeah, I, it's just so I'm rare. On, I played him. I played him both times for Germany mm-hmm. and he did well. But but well, I also know that for Germany, actually, he's in a better system than Arsenal. Yeah. that that they're playing. So a lot of people shy away from Ozil playing for Germany. Uh but uh, I, I I play I play Ozil for ours. I mean, Andrew in a vacuum. If if you knew for yes. sure, if you knew for sure that Ozil was going to take all the corners mm-hmm. and all the set pieces. I mean, Alexis will take some direct free kicks. Yep. But if you knew Jaka is completely out of the question, out of the out of the equation, nothing. He's just going to be his normal yellow card, red card, getting uh, defensive midfield duties. Uh, like how, why? You, it's the highest favorite. Yeah. The highest total. They're at home. Who cares what happened in the past? If he, I, I'm, you think against Bournemouth, like they're gonna get ten corners, 10, 12 corners. They're gonna get fouled eight to ten times. I mean, there should be like fifteen to twenty set piece opportunities. And who's gonna be getting them? Mesut Ozil. And I would, ju- I just have to wait till I tilt when half of them are short. <laughs> I mean, like I, I, that's the, I, I, that's why I look at it. Like to me, the safest option if you're gonna trust Arsenal at all. Would be him for his price. Like Alexis would be if they were both uh, equally priced. I'd probably side more towards Alexis because he has more upside. Yeah, but it's just the price dependent. Like if you take a look at the slate, once you once you take Alexis, you're now limiting yourself to some other options. But I think with Ozil, you're not. Hmm. Okay. But it really depends on how much you trust Art. That's the key. How much do you trust Arsenal? I don't really trust. I, as a team, <laughs> I don't trust them. But from a DFS perspective, I like. I'm trying to uh, take away the emotional side of my brain mm-hmm. and the analytical side of my brain and be like, you know, they're a minus 300 favorite at home on a three and a half total. Like, am I not supposed to take the guy that's supposed to be taking most of the, 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 the set pieces? Right. Like, but then you then you think, but it's Arsenal and it's Ozil, and you go, yeah, what am I thinking? What am I, <laughs> thinking? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this to myself? Right. So that, that to me, that's the key. Like, that's the key to the whole slate. If you don't, but it's possible with all these other matchups that you could fade Arsenal and still win. And Arsenal could score two or three goals and yeah. you could still win. Yep. So that could be it, the Aaron Ramsey brace that gets everybody. Oh. <laughs> uh, anyone from Burnmouth? No. Good. Uh, other than other than Begovic, if you want to go yeah, with the cheap you could do that. Yeah. Right. But I wouldn't take like a Ryan Frazier or yeah. anyone. Yep. I wouldn't take. I, mean, I don't think they're going to have enough of the ball. Right. Or Andrew Sermon, whoever's taking corners. Yeah, whoever it what is. I, whoever it's going to be. Okay. Uh, next, I'm looking at is Brighton home against West Brom, which I can't imagine. This was the game you were talking about, where there were two horrible teams playing each other. Um, this is the type of game. Remember, as I always say about West Brom, 
the games where it looks like this game is definitely going to be zero zero, it's going to be five to three. Yep. Yeah. It's one of the. I'm not saying it's the least. West Brom scores five goals when you least expect it. Mm-hmm. The least least expected against like other teams that play just like them. So this is the type of game where I'm not saying it's going to happen. I th- I personally I think it's just going to be like a one nothing type of game. Oh yeah. But it's one of those tilting you know Solomon Rondon hat trick games. Oof. Ugh. Um, so we have, we finally saw Anthony Knockhart start the last game before the international break. And then naturally Pascal Gross took nine of their 11 corners. Uh, does that make you comfortable that Gross is the guy? For 4,000. Why not? Like to me, it's a, it's a price for risk type of situation. Mm -hmm. Like if he start, Hey, we, he may not start. True. We don't know. Right. But I mean, if they're both starting together, and you just show me evidence that the last game, it was nine to one. For four thousand, I'll 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 give it a whirl. Yeah, that's but Knockhart is a play also. If you want to play, I mean, what he's fifty five hundred. Mm-hmm. I mean, Brighton is favored. I mean, it's a it's a slight favorite. I pick them. They they're they're home. That's the only reason. That's the only reason, favored. right? And West Brom is West Brom. So I mean, and away, and they're gonna be. This is not gonna be a good game to watch. <laughs> But it's a game to find value in because it's going to be a lot of crossing. Yep. This is a game where, where it, let's see uh, if Gibbs is in for West Brom. Yep. Because he's now there. Maybe he plays for Neom. And, and maybe Brunt plays doesn't play in a fullback role. I mean, there there, there are options. I mean, you, you could, you could if you took Brunt, that, I mean, that is a safe play. Is this the best matchup for him? Not necessarily, right? I mean, it's a, I mean, it's a pick'em game. I mean, if they were at home, it'd be a little bit better. Uh, but I mean, you can't go wrong. He's one of those. He takes most set pieces for West Brom, but you also have Matt Phillips. There. I was going to say, is Phillips mostly a GPP play for you? Yeah, for his price, sure. Yeah, but I mean, I, I like I like the Brighton options more. I'm more likely to if I could find a cheap Brighton fullback. If I want to make a lineup that's top heavy. Mm-hmm. Why not a home to a home team that's slightly favored? There's a clean sheet possibility. I mean, you're drawing both sides. You're drawing <coughs> reasonably live to a clean sheet. Yeah. Save for the both goalkeepers. Probably not a lot of saves one. in this one. No, no, no. But it's going to be one of those games that you could take one of the two goalkeepers and it's going to be one one and neither of them get right minus three. Right. Um. Hmm. This is gross. Um. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. Yeah. It's gross. That's no, about it. No pun intended that, to Pascal Gross. Um, I got nothing else to say in this game. This is, I don't even right. want to look at these players Is there anyone else anymore. on these teams no. that you would, you would, you would consider? Um, not for cash? No. No, I wouldn't. West, uh, West Brom center back. There you go. There's a GPP play. West <laughs> Brom center backs for goals. Get a Johnny Evans. Johnny Evans scored for... Yeah, he did. Right over the so he's he's due. He's due. Right. He's right? hot. He's hot. He's not right. Due. He's yeah. hot or something. Right. You get Hagazi or whoever's yeah. the center. You can do that. Even for Brighton, take a center. You could, this, this screams a game that ends one nothing on a center back goal. Yeah. Would you consider Jose Iscadero at forty two hundred if he starts up top for Brighton? Not in cash, obviously. Not in cash, but I mean, consider sure. I consider anyone in in, in GPP. I guess. Yeah. But I mean, they're they're a home team. They're slightly favored. I mean, I think there's better there's better options out there. But I think this game, because it's two kind of crappier teams playing each other, a good place to go look when the 11s come out for value. Right. Okay. Next up, I got Southampton home against Watford, which should be fairly one sided. Even though Southampton seems to find a way to screw us all the time, uh, James Ward-Prowse doesn't look like he has a starting spot, which you would think makes it a little easier, uh, but it doesn't really. Uh, we see some Ryan Bertrand, uh, Stephen Davis took three of the four corners in their last game, which is just lovely. Um, it, Cedric and Ryan Bertrand seem like pretty easy plays on this slate just because they're, they're favored so well. Um, are you going to... But should like... there be? Should they be that favored? I thought this was kind of a fishy line. Really? Why? Have you have you watched Southampton? Uh, I have, but like, if I had to ask you, do you trust Arsenal or do you trust Southampton? 
Who do you go um, all in on? To me, I'd still trust Arsenal over Burnmouth than Southampton over Watford. Uh, I think Southampton, I mean, we've talked about this before. Southampton just has a lot more cash-friendly players. Right. I, I'm, I'm talking just purely out of, out of when you say, uh, you know, oh, they should, this should be fairly one-sided. I look and I go, Southampton is not really playing that well. Like, and Watford is not playing all that badly. Yeah. So when I look at a line that says minus 160 and plus 450, I go, go if I were a betting man, maybe I'd take the money on the Watford side. Wow. Only, oh, well, if I'm getting paid plus 425. I'm not talking about it like an even money situation. Yeah, but still. I, I just thought this line, I thought it would be closer. I thought okay. Southampton would be like a plus 110 at home or something right. like that. I mean, which still would be a favorite. But, you know, the, the and with the total the way it is, it just makes it look like this is like the going to be like the second or third highest expected goals. And I just I don't know. I just don't see Southampton putting it. up three goals. I, don't, I just don't see that. I mean, okay. yes, Gabby Adini's a play in GPP. Right. I mean, you, you the goal scoring for, for a team that's expected, quote unquote, based on the odds to score, you know, two goals, two plus goals. I mean, I'm not going to take any of the goal-dependent players. Right. Like, at least in games like that, a lot of times you go, oh, it could be you take the guy, the forward, as the goal-dependent cash play, like you would for, like, Lacazette or something like that. And that would be okay. I would, wouldn't blame you. But this, I don't I see, like, you you take whoever you think is going to take set pieces, and you take the fullbacks, and there you go. And maybe, it, it might it, be the same guy. Right, it might be the same guy, right. I don't. I, I think no matter what, you don't take Duzan Tadic. I mean, you can't take Stephen Davis. Why not? Come on. Why can't you take Stephen Davis? Do you have something against him? I have everything against him. I how mean, cheap he... is he? How cheap is he? If he's in, <sighs> if he's in, and there's no Ward Prowse, how do you not consider him to be a value play? It's a minus one sixty favorite, and based on recent evidence, when he was in and Tottich is in, right? He was taking corners. Ward, if Ward Prowse is not in, he's taken, I mean, over Bertrand. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, you play both of them. Mm. I mean, it's reasonable. That's why I'm upset. Well, that, right, exactly. I, I'm actually being reasonable for yeah. once. <laughs> <clears throat> I guess. But I'm saying in a vacuum, in a vacuum, why wouldn't you? I know it's Stephen Davis, and. If it turns out that he only has two corners and gets four points, I mean, what? You, I, I don't even know. What is he, like 3,200? I yes, don't even know. That's exactly what he is. Right. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I think you're basically going to make the decision between Davis. If you're looking for the, the cheap guy, it's Davis or Pascal Gross. Right. And or Davis you, play both, or, or oh, you yeah. play both in a GPP lineup that has, like, right. then you're going to play pay up for, like, big goal-dependent forwards. Right. <clears throat> the Lukaku-Harry Kane stack. Right. But it depends on the lineup, because if you see Ward-Prowse in there, yeah, and with Davis, and Davis is playing as, you know, a defensive midfield role, then maybe not. Like, it's really with Southampton. It depends on how they line up. Mm-hmm. Oh. Because Watford, there's options also. Yep. You can make a case to playing playing Jose Holobus. Mm-hmm. There's a case to play Richarlison. Yep. Because he's forward eligible. Is he fifty three hundred? This guy's price just doesn't hey, move. Hey, there's a case to be playing to Tom Cleverley. Get out of here! Just well, there's a case. There's a, not much of a case, but I'm just saying that I had to bring up the Cleverley. Of course, well, I was going it, to anyway. Whatever. Not with Olabas in though. Right, I know, but I that's mean, what. But I mean, there could be a case. You go, who knows? Oh. Even Feminia, you could even if yeah. they're playing as a three with three in the back and they're playing as wing backs. Yeah. Uh, that that isn't a horrible option if if you don't trust Southampton especially. Right. Right. I think it's I trust them cash... a little more than you do. But you're right. It's right. a very cash friendly game. It's a very cash friendly game. Like there, there's no one's expensive enough. Other uh, probably Tottich is too expensive for him. Pretty much being goal dependent now. Right. Now. Well, sometimes he would take corners and stuff. I mean, like that he would get something. I guess. Right. You, you, I, do, who do you trust more, Ozil or Tadic? I know that's like saying like the difference between like Hitler and Stalin. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I know it's like the best of two evils or something yeah. for DFS purposes. Uh, but I, I, tr I, tr I, I trust, trust Ozil. Ozil. Yeah. See, see, yeah. he's not that bad. Yeah. 
Not that bad. <laughs> See, he's better than Hitler. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, do you think there are enough saves in this game for either goalkeeper? Well, you think Gomez probably... It sounds like you're walking into Gomez. Well, Gomez for saves and, and Forster for a clean sheet. I mean, you, I mean, if you just go by the, the, the money line. Right. I mean, that's what you would be going for. Yeah, no thanks on that. But I think Gomez is a, is a fine if you want to yeah. if you if you don't want to punt all the way down a goalkeeper I think Gomez I mean Southampton shoots. Yep. And they're not very not good very at, good at finishing yeah. Right. Okay. Next up is Leicester home against Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea has his Eden Hazard back, which I'm guessing moves Willian to the bench. I mean, it always depends on how they want to line up because. Um, you know, whether Fabregas starts, they've got Bakayoko who could come in if they want to play a little more defensively. I would assume Morata is locked in now. Pedro is fit. Um, we have to see if Zappa Costa. Yeah, I, I doubt I he starts right away. But right. Um, So, yeah, we have Alonzo and Moses. But they're playing at Leicester, so that makes it a little more complicated. Um, but I still don't feel like I'm going to take anybody from Leicester, even with... Um, well, I don't, I don't even know go, who's taking set pieces for them now. You I guess could go it's still for the the all Brighton reverse, yeah, type of game. Yeah, you, could, you, you could. could. I'm not saying that's a cash play. Yep. Mares is 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 Mares. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's still I think there. Too, ex- too expensive for the matchup. Yep. For cash, at least. Uh, and then you got the goalkeeper, and then you got Schmeichel. I mean, I think that's the only players they really could, could consider on Leicester. Unless you're going completely contrarian, like picking a Vardy or someone like that. Right. 6,800 doesn't seem outrageous for Mares at home. Well, compared to the options of the rest of the slate. I mean, That's like, what I mean, yeah. Like Ma- like Mares Ma- compared to a Chris Brunt to make Brunt is safer. Yeah. For a little cheaper, for that range. That's fair. Something like, like even Matt, like to me, I think I'd, I'd much rather go and, and and go for a Matt Phillips okay. than a Riyad Mares, even though he's against Chelsea. Right. Like that's why I say a little too exp- a little too expensive. Mm-hmm. Like not absurdly expensive, but enough so that, like, I wouldn't put it in a cash lineup. And is Ed Hazard does Hazard only get um, cash consideration if Willian and Fabregas don't start? Like, Even you... then, maybe not. Yeah, <laughs> Hazard is one is is he's the Dusan Tadic of Chelsea. Oof, that's a low blow. Right, uh, that he's the Mussolini in that in Hitler's <laughs> example. No, because Hazard, because uh, I, I'm much more comfortable playing Hazard when Chelsea's at home as a big favorite. It's like, okay, he's going to take people on. He's probably good to score a goal or something. Mm-hmm. Something's going to come out of him. But then on the reverse side, you get games where he's in for 90 minutes and he gets three points. Yeah. And you watch the game and he's been active. Right. Just doesn't accrue anything fantasy wise. Yeah, not in DraftKings at least. Right, and you don't know how much of a share of set pieces, no matter who's on the pitch, it's going to be. Mm-hmm. You don't, you really don't know. Yeah. So, so to me, I take a look at this and I go, I go, if I'm going to play anyone from Chelsea, it's going to be like Sesk or Willian. Mm-hmm. If they're both, then maybe I don't play either of them. Uh, you can say, I mean, you could consider Morata. I mean, you could consider a lot of these players. I mean, if if Chelsea were at home, this would be a much different story. But it really, de- I think. It comes back to how much do you trust Arsenal, right? Because one, if you if you take two Arsenal players, like I, you can't fit in a Chelsea player. It's not worth it. To, I mean, then you'd end up having to punt. Like, you have to play like a twenty five hundred dollar defender or something yep. like that in that situation. So, like, if you don't trust Arsenal, taking a Chelsea player, go for it. Right? It really you have to prioritize things. But Chelsea is on the road. Leicester is not a horrible team. Do what you want to do. I mean, but Lester will let, Lester will let you have the ball at least. So, I mean, there'll be some peripherals in this. But it really depends on how they line it. Is Pedro going to be in? Is William going to be in? Moses, is, is Moses still forward eligible? He is. Okay. So, I mean, that, that that's always a, if you want to do a little dinky-do at forward, you go down there. But, I mean, how much how much value does Chelsea have in this spot versus other spots in this slate? Like compare Chelsea because we could compare Chelsea in a similar situation that Tottenham is. In. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, let's talk about them 
because sure. they're next on my list. Tottenham at would you, Everton. Would you take Erickson? Uh I'm actually m- more thinking, would you take Erickson or Sigurdsson? Or both. Hmm. Well, I wouldn't take both. I'm just asking you. No, I wouldn't <laughs> take both. Right. Um, the Erickson thing, the, the, hesi- the hesitancy I have about Erickson which wasn't so much of a case in their last game. But, like, the more corners that Ben Davis takes, the less I want to trust Erickson, even though I know he's on every free kick. Um, but I, I like Erickson more than Sigurdsson in this game. Really? Like, I, I, I don't think Everton's that really? good. Really? Yeah. I'm not sure I'm playing either of them. Really? But, yeah. So this is how you're going to lose this slate. This is it. Right <laughs> <laughs> no, I I look at the prices. I to me, I agree with your assessment in just like if we the salary is no issue, but Erickson is what like three thousand more than Sigurdsson. Yeah, uh, twenty six hundred, twenty four hundred. Okay. Excuse me. Right. Math okay. Can be tough sometimes. Right. Sigurdsson is forward eligible. Erickson is. isn't. So Sigurdsson at home, they're not absurd underdog. I mean, uh, Tottenham isn't even. I mean. Plus 105. Mm-hmm. It's not a great matchup. Yeah, I, I understand that. But Sigurdsson, if he's going to take all the Everton set pieces, I mean, that to me, that's 8 to 10 points, right? Um, Right? I, I guess so. They're at home. They're at home. Everton is not a bad team. Uh, they're they're not that great, though. Yeah, but still... It, 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 it like, who's to, he sending corner crosses into? Oh, they'll send it to no one. I don't care. I <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Away. I if don't he, care. If there's nobody, like, I'm not sure he's sending in that many. Like, how many set-piece opportunities is Sigurdsson really getting? In in a game where it's somewhat of a pick I mean, plus 105 is the favorite. I mean, It's somewhat of a pick because they're at home, and Spurs, I mean, nobody's really going to be a favorite at Goodison Park, and it's not because Everton is so good. It's just it happens to be there. But I'm just talking about price-wise. I'm not saying either of them are the best of picks. Mm-hmm. But you take a look. Yes. How do you how do you pay for Erickson? I agree. I agree. For in in this matchup, when he other people are taking some of the set because even if he, hey, I'd question taking Erickson if he had all the set pieces, if Monopoly, because of his price, and you could pick better players on other teams. Like it's dependent on the slate. In my opinion, hmm. right? Certainly, so like to certainly, dollar wise, it makes sense. Yes, right. So to me, it's not a matter of uh, of picking between Erickson or Sigurdsson. It's a matter of like in a vacuum, like who's the better point per dollar play for the matchup. And like in this game, I think the top option would be Sigurdsson because mm-hmm. he fill because of his price and because he fills a forward spot. Yep. Now it takes away the opportunity of like, oh, now I, I need to put in a like you'd play. Here's here's the question. Who would you play Sigurdsson or Richarlison? <laughs> Sigurdsson. Well, see, you're laughing, you're laughing, but that's the options that you're you're left with, because the only reason you play Richarlison in a forward because he's forward eligible, even though Watford is actually twice as much of an underdog that Everton is. So before we talked about, it, you're like, oh yeah, we're Charleston. He's a he's a cash play. Yeah, yeah. And Watford's a plus uh, four fifty underdog away. Everton is a plus two sixty underdog at home. And Sigurdsson, who is not that much more than Richarlison, you're like, nah, I can't play Sigurdsson. And he scored two goals in the international break, so that means he's hot. <laughs> but Richarlison is like three thousand cheaper. Than Sigurdsson. He's not that. How, how, how much is Sigurd, Sigurdsson? 81, and Richarlison oh. is 53. $2,800 difference. Okay, okay, okay. I overestimated that. <laughs> I... Richarlison should be a lot more expensive. That's really what, like, Sigurdsson is priced correctly. Richarlison is way too cheap. But compared to the matchup, I see I see uh, Sigurdsson being safer. I'm not saying to make value. Yeah. I think Charleston is easier to make value at 5,300 than to 8,100. Of course, yeah. But safer, what if like if I did, who's going to get me ten points? Uh, in Gelfi, we trust. I mean, like I, I, you got it at home, 
And he may not take either of these two guys. I'm, yeah. I'm just I'm trying. I'm just trying to put things in per- perspective for the slate, which makes this slate interesting. Like there are multiple ways to go. This isn't as straightforward because a lot of these favorites are on the road. Yeah. Against decent teams. Yeah, it seems like they're the top teams. The top lineups could all be very different. Right. Um, but I, I don't think you could go wrong if you t- if you if you're playing Sigurdsson in a forward spot in a cash game, I wouldn't blame you. Yeah, and if you play Eriksson, I just think it's it's overpriced. But I is he the safest option for Tottenham? Sure. If you want to play a Davis, sure. I mean, it's just the, you're you're paying up for safety. Mm-hmm. You're not really paying up for upside. I mean, just you're you're paying for it. Right. But I mm-hmm. could see you playing a. a, a I can see you playing both Erickson, Sigurdsson, and then playing uh, 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 Alexis Sanchez, uh, skipping Chelsea, and then play, you know, Daily Blind or something, and then uh, uh, Stephen Davis. I mean, I, I would look at that lineup and go, it doesn't look horrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are these are safe guys. You may not score enough. I mean, it may be wait, you know, you may not get any goals in that lineup. And depending on how many goals are scored in this whole slate, you may end up losing anyway. Right. Yeah, I'll just play Tadic. Um Hmm. Anybody else from Everton? No, you know Wayne Rooney's would be like fifteen percent owned no matter uh, what. It's so frustrating. I mean it's good most most weeks that people do that, but like I've already lost there, once. One is there anyone because I, of Rooney. Is there anyone worth ta- I mean GPP, sure, you could go for anyone you want, but yeah. I mean <clears throat> I, I Holgate is too. It, it, I, it, he's not a defender punt play. Mm-mm. Yeah, they're, all role. the fullbacks are expensive. Even, right. Whether it's Trippier or new signing Serge Aurier, like they're expensive. Davis, obviously, I think Davis is the second most expensive one. Uh, is he most expensive? Oh, he's behind Blinn by a hundred bucks. Jeez. Yeah. That. Um, which game do you think has more goals in it? This one or the Brighton West Brom game? I think Everton and Tottenham. Okay. Why wouldn't it? I don't know. It's Harry Kane, and it's not August. Ugh. Right? Because Kane's an option, also. See, he's to. due. He's not hot. He's due. No, but he no, he scored twice for England. He's yeah. hot. Well, he's due in the Premier League. Oh, okay. So that uh, the, now now you're changing the rules. Now <laughs> anyone could be due, or anyone could be hot. <laughs> Well, he's hot on Wednesdays when it's not raining in Croatia. I mean, yeah, you can make up a case for anything mm-hmm. if he's due or he's hot. Nobody scores when it's raining in Croatia. No. I look at things in a vacuum. That's To me, I don't care what happened yesterday. Okay. Other than corn, other, 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 right. other than Stephen Davis, other than oh. you show me recent evidence that he's... But we said that before on the podcast mm-hmm. we, about Southampton. It's yep. like you, you put whoever you think is going to take corners, and, and it ends up being Stephen Davis no matter what. And then you're going to take Stephen Davis, and he's going to play 90 minutes and not do anything. It's going to happen. Yeah. All right, last game of the slate, Stoke home against Man United. This is another favor, uh, road favorite. Uh, Stoke have been very bad. Manchester United have been very good. Uh, you mentioned Daly Blind, who has been taking most of their corners. Um, it seems like we haven't really gotten enough value out of Antonio Valencia. Um, I guess just sporadically you do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he had a decent international break. Uh, the, I wonder if the travel back from South America will give somebody else a start. I don't know. Probably not. Uh, but what's your opinion of Henrik Mkhitaryan in cash? Not in this late. Well, you're going to pay up for that? <laughs> really? I'm not. Also, remember, this is also a game where you know Man United are playing on Tuesday. Uh, correct. Right. So expect rotation in some some regard. I could I, I could totally see Mkhitaryan not playing. I could mm-hmm. see any of the front. Like, remember, this is the late game. So you're not going to know the lineups until everything else is locked. Mm-hmm. They, they're going to be playing the Champions League on Tuesday. So we have that front line. I, you should be able to expect Lukaku to be in. Yep, I think the key one is going to be Martial or not. Well, I think, but even Blind. Yeah. Right. You could even you could see a Darmian or a Shaw. It depends mm-hmm. on how much the stock uh, uh, Mourinho is putting in 
to focusing on Champions League versus. Yep. I mean, they they have an easy. They have a. They're playing Basel. Yep. At home. I mean, right. So it's yeah. it's an easier matchup anyway. But don't be surprised when United's lineup looks. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be Mata could be in or out. Rashford could be in or out. You know, Pogba's probably probably Pogba and Lukaku are probably the only two players that you like. You know, are going to be in regardless. Right. You think? Uh, could definitely be but, a Fellini game. Right, it could be, and they also take a look at the recent history. Uh, I'm not a, I'm not big on because the teams change. Uh, Man United typically have problems in this fixture away at Stoke. I don't think they've won in five years hmm. at Stoke. Stoke just beat Arsenal at Stoke. Right, Stoke is not. It's, if you talk about the weather, Stoke there's that's there's, there's a weather situation there also. No, I, there's the sun. DraftKings says sun. Yeah, but how about the wind? Is there enough wind? Um, I think Mike brought this up earlier that Stoke actually closed, like cornered off one of their, uh, or closed off one of their corners. Like they added seats into one of the corners and it's actually not as windy now. Okay. It sounded made up to me and I haven't checked to see if that's the case, but. I don't, I don't put I don't that much stock into that. I don't weigh these types of things that yeah. much. I'm just pointing out that, that, you know, don't look at this, this matchup. I mean, Man United are a minus 210 favorite. I mean, they're, they're a favorite. Yes. But they're more of a favorite than Chelsea is over Leicester. Uh, but it's still the same type of situation as who does what on this team. And they're the late game. And, like, do you, would you play Lukaku in cash? No. Um, no. Right. Would you? So who who do you who do you who are you sure if you knew? I mean, the only person that you look and you go, if they're in they're a cash play easily would be blind. Yeah. Right. Yep. Then everyone else you like it. Like they could be. I'm not. It's not. It, if you were not to play anyone else because you're picking, you know, you're taking uh, an Ozil or a Lacazette or a uh, Sanchez and you're taking uh, a Southampton guy, you're taking Guilty Sigurdsson or something like do you feel like you're missing out if, like, oh, if I uh, I need to block with Mkhitaryan. I need to block with Mata, who won't play 90. Um, like, it doesn't feel like... I feel like even if Man United win this game 2-0, I could have none of Man United and still be fine. Yeah, I agree with that. Right. But it's the same situation with Arsenal, where if you don't trust Arsenal, it's, you know, it's, well, I'm going to take two Man United players, and Arsenal could win 2 nothing, and you should still be fine. Right, it's a similar situation to that. But Arsenal's at home. That that's the, the only thing that leads me more towards Arsenal is that they're the, they're the only home team that is the favorite in these in all these ma- the top teams matchups. Yeah, yeah. It seems like you you almost need to have two Man United guys in your cash lineup if you decide to play Blind because if he doesn't start, then. Then you go down. Then you go down. You 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 eat. You take a Darmian or Shaw, whoever's going to start, or Valencia. And there you go. Oh right. well. Oh well. And then you get to cash out your extra fourteen hundred bucks. Right. Or or you you do uh, you take a goalkeeper. You could do that. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you could, if, if as the late game. I mean that that's a slightly advanced strategy if you want in certain contests. If you want to take, you could. Go with. Uh, I think the difference is too big, though. Like De Gea is at six thousand, which is yeah. But then you take a center back. Then you take a, a right from Blind, you go from Blind all the way down to a you know Bai right or someone or Jones or whatever. But it depends on where you are in the contest. Like that's a situation where, like even if you just take Blind in the late game, like if if the lineup is eight points from the cash line and you know Blind's going to be popular, then you switch right switch to someone else or if you take uh, if you take blind as the only man united player but you're taking two other defenders so now you have him in the utility spot and then you mix that with maybe you're taking butland and then you can now you can make some pivots in the late game it's mostly for gpp strategy or whatever right but i'm just i'm just saying like i could understand if you take two or three guys from man united i can understand you taking none same thing for arsenal i mean i could i can understand i can understand that it's your choice. Who do you trust more? Do you trust Arsenal at home against Bournemouth, or do you trust Man United at Stoke? I don't think Stoke 
there are any options for. I, I wouldn't take Shakiri in this game. No. GPP play, you know sure. the Shakiri Wonder Goal. Sure. Perfectly in check. I think Butland is definitely in play. Oh yeah. At home as a home keeper against against Pogba, mm-hmm. he'll shoot seventeen <laughs> times. Right. Right. I mean, th- to me, if the, the 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 goalkeeper punt play, if you need it, is is Butland here. Especially if you're going to play like no Man United scores, like right. you could play Butland and Blind together, sure, and go for a zero-zero game and actually get max points on both players. Like mm-hmm. you could, that could happen, but I wouldn't take Mkhitaryan and Butland. Right, definitely not Lukaku and Butland together, unless you think you're going to make up and Butland's going to have twelve saves. He could. He could. You're right. But I'm saying, like, I, I, I mean, if you take a look, the the road guys in these matchups, such as you know Butland or Schmeichel, like Schmeichel's what four thousand. Sounds about right. Yeah, something like that. There's like Pickford they, too if he starts. Right. But that's a closer. That's a slightly closer game. Right. Like I expect Chelsea to sh- that I I expect Chelsea and Man United to have more shots, attempts at the goal that Tottenham is against Everton at mm-hmm. home. I think Everton will try to control the midfield a little bit more. That makes sense. Hmm. So there's many ways to go on this slide. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. That, right. And I, I can never blame anyone for taking safer options. Because I'm that type of... I'm, that, that's, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Kind of. That's why I bring up these these points of... of it's You know, you could go all in on Arsenal, and that could be that that could be fine. But it's just a matter of how much do you trust that. Right. I trusted Argentina over the break, and that didn't work. So, <laughs> I mean, you figure at a, at home against the worst team in South America. Right. So who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Um, do we think they're going to do a three-game? I'm trying to see if there's other. It looks like no, there's, there's a La Liga game on Monday, so right. they'll do I'm a two-game I'm assuming it's going to be a two-game and then a two-game Yep. Monday with the La Liga. So if you want to just talk about quickly about yeah, Sunday. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, Sunday are two fantastic matchups. Starts with Burnley home against Crystal Palace, and then it's Swansea home against Newcastle. And we don't have prices, obviously. But look at these matchups. It's like you could fit anyone you want. I, 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 don't, see, that... I don't see them doing dynamic pricing no. and making like T- Tammy Abraham 11,000. I was going to say, yeah, like, Benteke will be 11,000. Um yeah. Can you believe Burnley is the favorite in that game? Yeah, of course they are. Burnley at home. It's a Robbie Brady day. Um, gosh, this is ugly. Um, well, DeBoer has to save his job. He yep. was, I supposedly was told that this is the game. Who does that? I, I think that's a, a crap move to begin with. This is the game. Right. If you don't win, you're out. Right. Type of thing. But you, you have to put that into consideration. Makes Bob Bradley that, br- blush. <laughs> right. <laughs> But you take a look at typically even even if Palace was halfway decent and just playing like they wouldn't mind a draw out of this game. Sure. Right. But now if he's fighting for his job, maybe Palace is just like, we got to win. Right. Right. So, I mean, now you take a look at that. Now Jason Punchin becomes a better play or Townsend only because they're going to attack more, which means Burnley is going to, you know, Bunker a little bit because Burnley doesn't mind a draw. Really, Burnley never minds a draw in any game. Yeah, yeah. It's right. So I don't mind. You know, Burnley obviously have Brady and Palace. I mean, if especially in GPP, I mean, you could stack them because Palace has enough talent on paper that they could win this game four or nothing. Sure. Problem is, is that the talent doesn't play well together. No. So, but it could. But they could be pushing. The bore being that he has to save his job. I think this game is much more open than what you would have thought before that variable is thrown in. And you didn't even bring up Patrick Van Onholt. Well, you could. You could take him. <laughs> I, but I like this game more than the Swansea-Newcastle game. Really? Only because of that element of if the away team is going to try to play like the home team, like that game could be 3-3. Swansea-Newcastle could be 0-0. That could be 3-3 too, though. You're true. You're right. Actually, I don't know if Newcastle can score three. Swansea's been pretty good defensively. Right, but Newcastle, they, they don't mind a point in this game. They're going to try to... Newcastle's defense is horrible. Right, but I think Swansea recognized that, that they need they should get three in this one. They're, they're going right. to have to score. 
Right, but Newcastle has no problem just playing defense, so I don't I don't mind. Like I take a look at Newcastle and go, you take Matt Ritchie or John, John Joe will be back. Yeah, John Joe's back. Right. I think it's a Richie Carroll Brady easy plug in and then, yeah. Yeah, look how horrible that lineup sounds. <laughs> and then you start convincing Stalin yourself. Mussolini, the yeah, Hitler Stalin no, it's not that Stalin. bad. Not that no. bad. It's it gets bad when you're like, okay, well, I guess there none of the forwards are that great that having a second forward that conversation. But I was like, okay, do I like Ayozi Perez, Jordan Ayu, or Chris Wood? Okay. Oof. Chris Wood would have the highest goal scoring odds, right? Uh, Vo- ben Teke. Uh, Vokes probably does. Well, whoever the Bur- whoever's starting up top for Burnley, essentially. Right. If you take a look at the money line, I would assume. Probably. Well, right. it, Wilford Bonney might be up there if he starts for Swansea. Right. He's in play. The Swansea fullbacks are in play. Sure. I think those are actually probably uh, you take a bur- you take you could Van Anhalt. I think every fullback in this Is of the four right, games any full, are right, yeah right, any whoever's the cheapest right right. But I'm saying you could the Swansea fullbacks are fine. Burn. I mean, you could take Loton Award. Yep. I mean, and they're all going to be halfway. That was Stephen Ward, not Joel Ward, but you could probably make the case right, for Joel probably, if his price is low right, enough. Right. Mankio, you could play, I guess. You know who you don't play? Chancel and Bemba. Chancel and Bemba. Right. <laughs> like, this is not easy, right. Yeah, you, you have t- too many crap fullbacks to choose from that you shouldn't be playing in Bemba. A center back who's maybe playing out wide. See, I learned things. Oh, well. Um, I got nothing else after the Chancel and Bemba comment. And then there's West Ham Huddersfield on Monday, but that'll be combined with a La Liga game. And yeah, that's uh, Malaga and Las Palmas. Who we have stats on our website. If anybody wants to play that slate, we've got it all there. So go nuts. Um, if you have any questions about what we covered, or if you would like us to cover something else, feel free to hit us up on Twitter. Jordan is at Blender HD. I am at Rotowire Andrew. You could also find us in the Rotowire Slack chat, which is available for all Rotowire subscribers if you're interested in joining. And if you haven't already and would like to join, um, hit me up on Twitter, or you can contact uh, at Rotowire Soccer. We can set you up from there. So uh, I think that's all of it. Uh, oh, one more. If anybody is not a subscriber and wants to try us out, um, you can go to rotowire.com slash soccer trial, and that'll get you 10 days free on the site with no credit card required. That does not include access to the Slack chat, though. So uh, hopefully the your 10 days is so good that you'll sign up and then you can join us in the chat. So uh, Jordan, thank you for that, and good luck this weekend. Yeah, good uh, Bad luck to you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.